Today's episode is brought to you by Chiropractic Mastery. Wouldn't it be great if your spinal problems and misalignments could correct themselves? And if you didn't need the same thing done to you every time you visit the office, best of all, what if your chiropractor could check and tell when your body didn't need any help that day at all? MCT chiropractors correct nervous system imbalances directly so the body is best able to correct the spinal misalignment on its own. This is done without twisting, popping, cracking, or causing pain. It's so honoring to the body that most people experience a tremendous amount of improvement very quickly, often without the soreness and stiffness that may follow a more traditional chiropractic adjustment. Your chiropractor can find out more by visiting chiropracticmastery.com and checking the seminars tab. And if you're looking for a chiropractor that will custom build the most painless yet effective chiropractic adjustment for you on every visit to the office, go to chiropracticmastery.com and click on the referrals tab. And welcome to the KiddoCast for Chiropractic Families, the world's first and only podcast committed to normalizing complementary and alternative care, particularly chiropractic care for children, by sharing the experiences of the doctors in the trenches. In our time together, we will talk with pillars in the alternative healthcare world to give you the tools you'll need to make positive change in the health of your children today. Simply put, we're here to change the trajectory of modern healthcare. I'm your host, Dr. Daniel Bronstein. I'm a pediatric and family chiropractor certified by the Academy Council of Chiropractic Pediatrics and the director of the Beacon Clinic of Chiropractic in beautiful Grover Beach, California. Uh, now today, folks, we're joined by my friend Andy Cameron, who's a pediatric and family chiropractor like myself. Um, but Andy has a, a very niche practice, and I really wanted to have Andy on to talk about some of his experience with uh, so-called perfect stormers, that is kids on the autism spectrum, sensory processing disorder, anxiety, um, ADHD, uh, etc. Uh, because a huge percentage of the population that he sees falls into this category. Um, in my practice, we see a lot of these kids as well, but it's always nice to have another chiropractor on who can share his experience and case studies uh, to really shed some light on, on this growing population of kiddos. For those of you guys who are chiropractors out there, uh, you've no doubt seen these population of kiddos. Um, if you're a parent, whether you're a chiropractic patient or you're just an observer, um, take note of this episode uh, because we dig into some of the neurology around this phenomenon and uh, more importantly, what you can do about it with your kiddos. So guys, I know you're going to enjoy this episode with Andy Cameraman almost as much as I did participating in the interview. Um, and without any further ado, here you go, Andy Cameraman. All right. I'm here with Andrew Cameraman, my friend, and uh, we're going to talk about pediatrics. We're going to talk about cases. You know, the most important thing that I really want to talk about is what you're seeing in your practice, because this podcast is designed to talk to parents, whether those parents have been in a chiropractic office before or not, it doesn't matter. Um, the principles of chiropractic still hold true. And people who listen to this podcast want to know that there is hope for their kids. I know your practice is a lot like mine. You see a lot of the same perfect stormers. You see a lot of the same call constipation, acid reflux, you name it. Um, all signs and symptoms of those three T's, uh, you know, those stressors that cause problems with the nervous system. So Andrew, first yeah. and foremost, why don't you tell us a little bit about you, a little bit about your practice, what brought you here, and then let's dig into some of these cases, okay? Okay, perfect. Um, it's actually, there's a million different stories to go down here. I'll just keep it as simple as possible. 
man, a couple of years ago, I always wanted to take care of kids, but a couple of years ago, I realized that um, kids with sensory processing struggles with sicknesses, man, like chronic sickness, they have no hope except for repeated meds, uh, never ending therapies, things like that. So that's when we really dialed down to that. And for the longest time, that's all we took care of. And we just dove into prenatal a little bit, but that's, those are pretty much all the cases we take care of kids with behavior issues, sensory processing issues. And it all stems from my childhood, um, having best friends that weren't allowed to invite me over because their parents were told that I was a bad kid. I mean, I have so much more depth to that story. I don't want to take up the whole time just telling stories, but man, it was so hard to have my group of best friends, one instance, walking down the hall, seventh grade. I mean, all you do is crave security in seventh grade. There's just rows of lockers and I walk up to them and they're talking about this weekend. Frank's like, dude, that video game was so awesome. And I'm like, what, what video game? My other friend was like, yeah, we went to all that pizza was so great. I was like, what pizza? And then it wasn't until about 11th grade, I believe, that my best friend, my best friend in the world was like, dude, I'm so sorry. My mom was told that you were a bad kid and I wasn't allowed to have you over anymore, but I couldn't tell you that. That crushed me as a kid, absolutely crushed me. So that's what we see in our office. We change their lives every single time, every time. I love it, man. Yeah, most of the folks that I know who've come up in chiropractic to take care of kids have a story like that. My story is, is fairly similar, except I didn't even realize it until I was in my 30s. You know, um, I was a sensory kid, ADHD, you know, bipolar anxiety, like all those things that we talk about in Perfect Storm workshops, but not only didn't get it cared for, but we also didn't have any real solutions to the problem on uh, like the family front. And so it kind of yeah. just got ignored and swept under the carpet. And so I recognize that. And I see that in a lot of the kids that we end up seeing in our practices. I mean, you know, oh, as yeah. well as I do that a lot of the time, the kids that come through the door are the ones that have already been failed by every other treatment and therapy and whatever. And yeah. they're coming to us because they have no other options. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that is, that realm is one of my passions um preventing everything like you can if you connect with the right chiropractor or other doctors that are looking to empower the body you can prevent a lot of this stuff from ever surfacing if it ever is going to um but man my love is pulling kids out of the junk and then building upon that neurological foundation of rest and calmness that's there i mean that's so powerful to me to be able to do that. Yeah, no kidding. I'm right there with you. So let's, let's dig in, man. I I'd love to hear about, you know, what you're seeing in your practice right now. I mean, in the age of COVID, this is like the theme that we're talking about on all of our podcast episodes. Like everybody is stressed to the hilt, you know, yeah. we're all dealing with those mental, emotional stressors and it's manifesting in really strange neuromuscular ways. So what kind of things are you seeing right now and, uh, and how are you helping? So it's actually really funny. Um, consistency is so huge because we've been at this now for seven years. We've been doing uh, talks for a long time. Uh, and before COVID happened, we did a talk last uh, like November where somebody saw it and they just now contacted us saying, man, we thought this was going to go away. We came to your talk. We loved everything about it, but we thought this was going to go away. 
and it was behavior struggles in a little dude who's four. Something you just don't really want to see. You didn't, they didn't, weren't really sure if it was just him being a little boy, but parents know, moms know. I mean, he would hit kids, he would fight back, he would uh, just always argue with them. I mean, this is a really little kid. He would lose his mind, like meltdowns, massive meltdowns. And this was such a big deal for them. Dad has been stuck in Peru for three months. And we had to do our consult with dad on FaceTime over the phone. And dad was like, yep, I'm in, totally sold. Mom's like, oh, thank God this worked out. Um, and within, um, within first adjustment, we saw big changes. But within like two adjustments, we saw a shift. That's not always the case because it's all about calming the brain down. And some kids just react symptom-wise really, really quickly. Other kids take longer and progressively respond to that calming of the brain. But we measure it. We measure every step of the way. And we're not about ready to just guess because we see, um, we see so many people who have like, I've tried that before. I've, I've seen a chiropractor before. They saw a chiropractor when they were little all those things, but we take care of them because we're measuring the process, which allows us to find if there are other stressors or if they need a, uh, another therapy that would help them, would benefit them tremendously at a specific time. So behavior stuff is probably 90% of our practice and every kid gets helped, everyone. I love that. You know, it's, uh, you're talking about something that really rings true to me with regards to taking care of kids. And I think this is a really good piece of advice for every parent who's listening to this because chiropractic is not a one-off treatment. That's probably yeah. the hardest thing for people to understand when they come from things like brain balance or they come from um, some occupational therapy or PT or speech or whatever, you know, the trifecta is what we call it in our practice. These kids have yeah. failed all three of those things and they come to chiropractic as they're, you know, they have nothing, nothing going for them. But yeah. Chiropractic is a process, which means, you know, the chiropractor's job is really to investigate what's going on with the nervous system and slowly create this plastic change that we want to be lasting for these kids for the rest of their lifetimes. Oh, yeah. We're not treating these symptoms. What we're doing is we're investigating these choke points or irritation points to the neuraxis, allowing them to heal on their own. Right. I mean, oh, yeah. I have a conversation that's kind of ongoing through a third party. There's a neuropediatric specialist in my county who frequently tells her parents that her autistic children are just, that's the way they are. And, you know, they're going to have to deal with it. And that's it. I mean, this is a specialist who works with autism. Basically, yeah. within the first appointment, she sucks all the energy out of the room, all the hope out of the room for these parents. Yeah. And they end up coming to me going, well, I heard you help my you know, friend's kid. Do you think you could help my kid? For the first time in their entire lives, they're getting a response in the affirmative. Yes, there's hope. Yes, there are things we can do. Absolutely. This is not the way that you're just going to have to deal with it. And the reason that we have that confidence and certainty and the ability to be able to make those changes is because we see it every day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And for, for me, there's a couple of things I want to touch on here. Like the confidence that I have is that God made the body to heal itself. God made the body to regulate itself. So if you are lending to healing itself, you're lending to regulate, allowing the body to regulate properly, you're going to, you're doing something good. We see parents, like you said, all the time who have been to brain balance, uh, occupational therapy, the other therapies, uh, a lot of things that are helpful. They are good things for parents to do. 
and I never shame them for going down that path, but there's a priority. And this is huge, at least for our office and understanding there's a priority here. And the more we could get all the professionals of the world to engage in this priority, man, we would be destroying the struggles that these kids have because we are that neurological foundation. We are affecting the most directly the way the brain perceives inside our bodies and around us. So you get that solid, the brain is now safe. And now they actually care what the therapist is saying to them. Yeah. Now their brain is so calm that with repetition, it takes a hundred reps instead of 10,000 reps. Yeah. And that's the yeah. hope that needs to be shared with parents, especially autism and more severe uh, neurological disorganization. You know, it's, it's funny that you bring that up because this is a conversation I have very frequently with my parents, right? And I use a really terrible analogy as chiropractors in the 21st century probably should not be using it, but it's so easy for parents to understand. If the plumbing is stopped up, there's nothing that you can do to get that fluid through. The same thing goes with the nervous system. If the neurological plumbing is stopped up, your ability to be able to make plastic change is compromised, right? It's attenuated. Yeah. So you clear out all that plumbing, you allow the nervous system to work better. And then a child's ability to respond to OT, to respond to brain balance, to respond to PT yes. improves exponentially. And so I tell my parents every time, every you time. know, let's start with chiropractic first. Let's get chiropractic right first. You know, after your first scan, let's see how everything looks and then let's go back and do some OT. Let's see how they do. And almost always we see those changes that we're looking for. I'm thinking of a case right now that I'm just finishing up crazy, crazy case. This kiddo um, has a volitional tremor. He is just turning one this month. What Um, is a volitional tremor? Meaning whenever he tries to move, he gets this little sort of vibrational tremor. Um, it's, it's been considerably changed over the course of chiropractic care, but he still has a little bit. This is one of those kiddos who did end up seeing this neuropediatric specialist and um, was told there's nothing you can do. You're just SOL. He definitely has some sensory proclivity issues, had a lot of sleep issues, like the typical, like, you know, perfect stormer, right? Except yeah. he hasn't been diagnosed with quote unquote autism yet because they don't start diagnosing autism until about 4.2 years of age on average, right? So this kiddo within maybe two weeks of chiropractic care, we're seeing him every day for the first couple of weeks because he just can't hold an adjustment. Um, He starts sleeping normally, right? And after he starts sleeping normally, we start regulating that sort of sympathetic parasympathetic axis. He starts to feed more normally, right? His digestion starts to improve. He starts to poop more like a regular kiddo. Um, he's not waking up screaming in the middle of the night. He's not headbanging anymore, right? He's able to sit up on his own power. He's able to walk, right? Like, again, this is a perfect yeah. example of the stuff that we see every day. And it's not magic. It's science. Yeah. It's a matter of Straight testing, up. right? It's a matter of testing and retesting and making sure that we're making that plastic change that we need. And I got to tell you, in the six months that I've been working with this kiddo, it has not been all sunshine and rain. There have been a lot of ups and downs, but that's what yeah. chiropractors are there for. You know, we, we test and retest. We make sure that everything is working correctly. And when it's not working correctly, we course correct so yeah. that we can make sure these kiddos have everything they need in their lives, right? Yeah. So there's a couple of keys that I think at least we use in our office. We have what we call rocket fuels because if there's a system that's already revved up, you pour a rocket fuel on it, you just expect an explosion, right? So we have these lists of common stressors for immune system cases and sensory system cases um, that almost every single time serve the purpose of when we are having crazy explosions in these kids, there's a stressor that their body is not able to cope with. 
And if we're not done clearing up their sensory system, of course, they're going to be super sensitive to these things. And if we can help parents kind of just be aware of them, we don't, we can't change that kid's life regards to those stressors. Those are lifestyle changes that have to happen. But man, it's so cool to be able to see that ahead of time and be able to say, okay, now is when we need to look at um, screen time. Now is when we really need to look at foods that your child is eating. Because I mean, if you just Google, good luck. There's like 50 billion things out there um, that are so overwhelming to parents. Everybody has an opinion. Your friend has an opinion. Your mom has an opinion. The internet has an opinion. And it's just so overwhelming. And that leads into therapies and chiropractic as well. Something I've found is that people love their chiropractor so much. They, they, because the chiropractor is delivering hope and sharing truth with them. Um, but one delineation that is so important is what that chiropractic is measure or that chiropractor is measuring. What we measure in our office is tone of the body. And when we can get the tone of the body to chill out completely, we know that we have now reset that neurological foundation. There are chiropractors that look at uh, just mobility and they're amazing at absolutely everything that we are not good at in our office. And that's why we specifically just see kids is because we're changing their brain. A lot of adults, we've had so many injuries, especially myself, man, I've injured myself so many times. Not that I wouldn't benefit from my style of chiropractic, but I would get maybe 50% better when somebody else would be a great first stop for me to get mobility and then move on. So priority to me, prioritization saves time, money, your goal is clear and you can actually achieve it. Yeah. So you talk about priorities in like the grand scheme, you know, um, what, what kind of priorities, you know, do we have to address in a chiropractic office specifically? Right. I mean, like when we talk about perfect stormers, um, you know, the same themes are pretty much, uh, identical across the board for, for these kids that we see in the office. Um, yeah. But in, in your office, I imagine it's the same thing as ours. Which common denominators are contributing to these neurological issues, these subluxations, these, these points of, of irritation um, that we need to contend with? And, and beyond that, this is the second question that goes with it. Why is it so stinking common now versus 10 years ago? Yeah. So are you asking where they came from? Why yes. these kids have it in the first place? Yes. That's a big, big question. Um, and I know a lot of people jump to vaccines, but man, the birth process is such an ugly process. It is an overwhelmingly stressful process for moms. You ask moms like what that's like, and they're just, yeah, it wasn't fun. I wasn't really excited the entire time. I was nervous and I was worried most of the time. Those chemicals are what those kids' brains adapt to. So they start to adapt into this like stressful, tight, experience then they get yanked out by their head man i've watched the training video for ob's and they show them pulling out by their head there are places on this earth where that's not the case where they have awesome um awesome i can't think of the word what well, mortality rates there of kids where they just let the kid come when the kid comes and they don't pull so these are all contributing factors um and then we get into things like fast-paced lifestyles by parents, um, screen time that just like blast kids constantly with overstimulating things, causing more of that tension and that tightening up of kids, the brain getting revved up. We step into the world of vaccinations and I don't even like dive like 
into the outer rim of that because I think the simple aspect of vaccinations is so huge. It is a massive stressor that goes straight to the internal parts of a human. It's one of the most invasive things that a child can experience, um, just how a vaccine has to work, how it offshoots or, or offsets how the immune system works because the immune system has a balancing act short and long term and it just slams it that's extremely stressful to it's extremely stressful to anybody any human that you slam in one direction so if they're already stressed out that already tilts that immune system then you shove chemicals to lock it that way you eat crappy food you have stress and it just like locks and locks and then the brain doesn't know what to do and it just like short circuits almost it's just living in survival mode. Mm. So that probably answered both of your yeah. questions, kind of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they it's- They play on each other. Yeah, but, but what parents don't understand, and maybe they do understand it subconsciously, but they're just not acutely aware of it, is that this is a super common phenomenon. You're, you're talking about birth trauma as being kind of like injury zero for subluxation, and I absolutely 100% agree with you. The research that you and I both have access to suggests that 99 out of 100 children being born in hospital mm. settings today have yeah. atlas subluxations, and an atlas subluxation is the most- Brainstem. Detrimental, yeah. right, the most detrimental neurological insult you can have um, short of a like a true traumatic brain injury because it starts to affect the medulla and the medulla is what pumps the brakes on your stress response so if a baby is born That's into so chronic yeah. stress what do you think is going to happen right the first symptom that you'll notice is call it constipation acid reflux right because it's an indication yeah. that things are going crazy but that manifests into more chronicity into sensory processing disorder autism adhd anxiety bipolar whatever you want to call it and so it's basically the same flavor but just different ages, different manifestations. Um, you know, I'll share this with you, Andrew, you'll appreciate this. I, I talked about this on my podcast a lot, but I think it bears repetition when we talk about birth trauma in case people have not heard this before. I was in Paris two years ago and we got to hear from a guy named Michelle O'Don, who is one of the, probably the most famous obstetricians in, in history. He's written more papers in the Lancet, written more books on primal birth. Just, it's an amazing individual. He talked to us for four hours about childbirth in the past 50, 60 years. Um, but one of the things that he said just resonated with me and I will never forget it as long as I live. And the reason I bring it up on the podcast so much is because it's so important for us to understand. He basically said that in his research, what he's identified is that women have genetically selected away from vaginal birth in the past 60 years. This basically mm. means that because we've spent so much time augmenting and indu inducing and C-sectioning and doing all these things that are not natural or germane to vaginal birth, women are now losing the genetic um, desire determination to be yeah. able to do that work anymore. So now we have women that are our age who are, you know, getting ready to have babies or have already had babies and they're being told that they can't do it right by all their family members, their obstetricians, their birth workers, et cetera, especially yeah. if they're African-American or Hispanic, right? That makes it even worse. Then they're being put up against the fact that they have four or five generations prior to them that have been forced into augmentation in labor and now they have no physical capability of delivering a baby without birth trauma right yeah and it's funny because when moms come into the office and we talk about birth trauma they're like well my apgar scores are fine yeah well yeah that's because the apgar scores that most ob's use are completely uh, modified 
based on what the average is for their practices. So if a baby comes out and they're cyanotic, meaning they're blue and they're not getting good perfusion, they're still going to get an eight out of 10 because, you know, what's two points? You know, that's totally normal. In my mind, if a baby doesn't have 10 apart points, there's something wrong. Right. Right. But we right. are the only people who talk about that because we're the only ones that see it through our lens. So, yeah. you know, when we talk to moms, you know, in order to empower them and to give them solutions with all this, you know, we're letting them know, listen, trauma is just part of the birthing process now, but that doesn't mean that it has to be a permanent issue right. for your kid. That's what chiropractic is there 100%. for, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that force um, into those options is, I mean, it's from a good heart lots of times and because it's what OBs uh, were taught many, many times, but just from the point of view of like, Hey, it's so much better for your child to naturally do things like God is freaking powerful and amazing and makes this process a doable process. I had a friend ask, well, God uh, designed women to, to give birth on their backs because he thought that was the case because that's what we do. I was like, actually, no, dude, God designed it way different than that. They're supposed to be able to move around. They're supposed to, and a lot of uh, hospitals are shifting away from that to make that trauma less. But birth is a pretty intense process in itself. And if a child does come out, and has struggles, man, if that immune system isn't working when you're really little, it doesn't just magically start working when you're later, it turns into different things. Like we were talking about just a little bit ago. If uh, the sensory system is not working well as a kid, yeah, it looks like colic as a, as a baby because they can't verbalize. They're not to the developing periods where you can't see those issues, those, those delays. But if it's not working as a little baby, it doesn't just start working. And so that's where you run into adults like us or who struggle more than us and fall into our calling because we struggled so much as a little kid and it was never corrected. But now as an adult, I would be willing to bet that your life is much different and much easier now than it was when you were a kid or before you understood this stuff. Mine is. Oh shit. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Way I mean, easier. You know, and it's funny because I recognize all that stuff in the kids that I take care of now because I see the difference. You know, when you're in the thick of it, you don't see it. You don't recognize it. When I was in high school, I didn't get it because I wasn't being told nope. the truth, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, I was being told that I was different, but so what? Everybody's different, you know? I mean, I didn't yeah. recognize until I was in my late thirties what was actually causing a lot of these issues, you know, and chiropractic is absolutely the freaking bedrock of everything that I do with my strategy. It's not the yeah. only thing, yeah. but it's, it's the foundation for, for me and my family. 100%. Right. I mean, and my daughter, you know, it's funny, she's 12 right now in my new patient workshop. I talk about this quite a bit. Um, you know, we know that our, our kids are going to have lower life expectancy statistically than we will because of all the crazy toxicity they're being exposed to now. And I talk about yeah. how my parents' generation, the baby boomers, are the ones who spend, you know, their entire adult lives taking medications, right? Not necessarily yeah. medications that they need, but medications that they've been told they have to take. Things like pre-hypertensive. That's right, 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 right. They're taking beta blockers and they're taking statins yeah. and they're taking all yeah. sorts of other medications that they may not need based on certain lifestyle decisions that they're making. But what happens yeah. now is we're looking at these two generations, these disparate generations between my parents and my daughter, and we're seeing, well, what are the steps that we can take to avoid making those decisions, right? I mean, 
chiropractic getting adjusted is not the only thing, but it's a huge part of it, not just because it clears the nervous system and allows the body to heal itself. Beyond that, it teaches self-determinacy. It teaches kids that health comes from the inside out. And once they understand that, there's no stopping them. They'll recognize that maybe if they do have high blood pressure, they're going to have to make some lifestyle Change changes something. in order to get yeah. that under control, right? If they have certain sensory issues, they have to recognize, well, where do these things come from? It's not because I'm built to be broken. It's because there's something that happened to me that caused the brain and the body to disconnect somehow. Now I need to figure out how to reconnect it, right? Yeah, 100%. If you guys have made it this far, in this video and you're watching this follow radiant life a pediatric office that's my office we pour 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 free information uh free understanding we make videos all the time for this purpose i mean there are so many aspects uh fairly recently i've tried to because i was like almost against this because when i first started my practice i was like work 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 constantly um and now i have the more of the level of and that's why i'm drinking a blue drink right always on vacation like mental health is so important and when we can always be on vacation we are just loving people where they're at and we're having conversations and caring about other people because we know we're taken care of and i know life can get really hard and everything but uh, that's what support systems are for that's what you are here for reach out to reach out to dan reach out to me with any health questions that you guys have. I mean, it's just so valuable to have good resources and good understanding of what's going on. And yes, we are changing these kids because how many kids our age can say, oh, I went to the chiropractor when I was younger uh, because my sensory system was ramped up or my, my immune system was shot and they corrected the foundation of it. And then we made lifestyle changes and I don't get sick anymore. Like we have kids that, so this is a great story. Um, we can end on this note. Um, but there was a, a good friend of mine here, owns a business in town here. Daughter's nine years old. Um, and she, I asked mom, like, was there any like pulling or tugging? Did he feel anything during the birth process? She was like, well, yeah. The doctor was actually standing over me. It was a C-section. He was standing on the table over me, pulling my child out by their head. I was like, are you serious? Like, that's a real thing? And she's like, yeah, it was a German uh, military base that this happened on. And this child was diagnosed with an Arnold Chiari malformation, which means your brain was pulled into your spinal canal in your spine, right? Diagnosed with her brain being pulled down her spinal canal. She's had headaches for nine years. She's had multiple sets of tubes, antibiotics, because she gets ear infections for nine years. What's so cool is dad was like, she's about ready to hop on a plane. Can we do something about it? I said, I don't know. I know we can do something about it, but in this amount of time, I don't know. So we just started going at it. We uh, like to shorten the story a little bit. We ended up just clearing up pretty much everything that she dealt with just from chiropractic. Cause they didn't listen to any other recommendations I had until after that neurology was all cleared up. And by the way, she got a MRI and her Arnold Chiari malformation's gone, gone. Her brain's not getting sucked down in her spinal cord anymore or in her spinal canal anymore. Crazy. Awesome. Yeah. But uh, now we moved on to lifestyle changes and they fought it and they fought it, but there were still symptoms that would pop up occasionally, but it's no longer constantly sick for nine years, constant headaches for nine years, 
constant stress and anxiety for nine years. This little girl is a happy girl. And as they are learning to listen to these recommendations, she's taking responsibility for herself. And in doing that, man, she's getting more freedom and more freedom. And it's just beautiful to watch. For real. That's awesome. Carrier malformations are crazy, man. I've seen a share of them in my practice. And what happens is more, more commonly than not, they manifest as these chronic migraine-like headaches that don't respond to abortive migraine meds, right? Like, so they'll give them Imitrex yep. and Maxol and all these other things. And these kids are living with them for years yeah. without being their diagnosed correctly. Their brain is getting choked, man. That's right. Meds, yeah. I mean, it's like, you can't you, stop that. It's the most extreme subluxation that you could possibly have as a child. And typically what happens, the medical intervention for a carry malformation is a decompression, which basically means you cut out the back portion of the atlas, the posterior uh, arch, and then you allow that brainstem to breathe a little bit and it clears up the symptoms because it doesn't actually exactly fix the problem. In my experience with Chiari's, there's two components, not just the actual Chiari at C1 and occiput, but also sacrum and coccyx, right? Because yep. typically there's a tethered cord involved and tethered cords pull the entire spinal cord down through the column and creates all these other issues. Now, chiropractic care doesn't always correct those issues. In that case that you're describing is absolutely miraculous, but it is yeah. absolutely essential while these kids are going through any other care to address it because we're starting to calm yep. the nervous system down. It's basically something that's been on fire since the kiddo has been born, right? I mean, yeah. these kids respond so stinking well to care, you know, after, if they do end up having a decompression or they end up having a, you know, a tethered cord release, um, you know, chiropractic care helps them so, 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 so much. There's so um, much less pressure on the system even before they have the, have the surgery. And again, that's why we measure everything in our office and make sure that uh, as far as those neurological scans go, we can clear them up as far as we possibly can before we jump to something like that. So we know that the body is and the brain are as chill as they possibly can be. That's right. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's the crux of chiropractic care guys. Like if you guys are just new to the podcast or you're not in a chiropractic office, or maybe you are in a chiropractic office, but you don't bring your kids like this is it, right? If you don't remember anything yeah. from Andrew and my time together today, this is the mm -hmm. one thing I want you to remember. The chiropractic care is about sustainability. It's about neurological independence. And if there's any irritation to the nervous system anywhere, chiropractors are trained extensively to find it and then clear that out so that you can have good, clear communication from your brain to your body. It's what we do. It's yeah. what we do. Um, Andrew, I, I have one additional question for you before I, I let you go. And um, okay. I think of all the things that I've asked you and we've talked about so far, this is probably the most important. Um, if you, okay, so you're speaking to parents, right? On this podcast. Yeah. Yep. If you had one piece of advice to impart to parents who are listening, who may or may not be under chiropractic care themselves, um, whether it's about health, whether it's about, you know, life in general, what, what do you think that piece of advice would be for them? So obviously if you're listening to this or somebody shared this with you, there's probably a struggle that your kids are having, get them checked out, get that, their nervous system measured pediatric chiropractors. They're amazing at this, but the number one thing that, thank you. The number one thing that I have for uh, parents is you're important too. Take care of yourself, get checked, ask how you can better serve yourself. Um, we get our parents asking that question all the time. And our goal really is to help them manage their stressors better because we just think we have to go, 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 go. We think we have to eat crap. So we actually 
the, the stressor list, that rocket fuel list that we have in our office, we apply it towards parents too. And we show them affordable ways, effective ways to do all of it. If we're dealing with foods, we show them where to shop, what brands to buy. And we aren't here to like extinguish all their issues, but to teach them, to empower them. You are worthy. You are important because without you, where would your child be? Yeah, that's so important. I just had this conversation with a mom who signed up for care yesterday. I was applauding her because she was taking the initiative to take care of herself first before oh, yeah. getting her three kids in. And, you know, in our offices, it's, it's kind of the, the opposite. A lot of the times moms and dads sacrifice their own personal health and well-being so that their kids can have everything. But what I tell my parents all the time, and I know you've heard this before, is you can't pour from an empty cup. If you're a yep. parent, you're exhausted. Your nervous system isn't functioning. Your health isn't good. You can't pass that on to your kids. So good, good. You got it. Good advice, Andrew. Thank you so much for that. One other thing, just so you know that this is coming from a place of just pouring my heart out, we don't accept adults in our office. We refer them across the hall to another doctor um, who's absolutely awesome because he's awesome with adults. So it's not me trying to get more patients or anything like that by saying like it's so important for adults to take care of themselves. Yeah. But it is. It is. Talk about a place of integrity, man. That's great. I, I love that. And we do something fairly similar in our office. We're, we're a different demographic. We see about 40% kids, 45% kids in our practice, but we do, you know, tend to refer a lot of our older patients out. We tend to refer a lot of our, you know, simple mechanical back pain patients out because that's just not what we excel at. You know, we're a lot better yeah. at dealing with a really crazy perfect storm neurosensory kids. So good for you. Yeah. Um, hey, Andrew, real quick, can you tell everybody how to get a hold of you? Yeah, I mean, RadiantLifeOmaha.com is my website. Uh, Radiant Life Pediatric Office is our Facebook page. We do almost everything on Facebook. Um, constant videos, uh, constant posts, and that's the fastest way to get a hold of me right there. Awesome. Love it. And I know you're super accessible in that way. So thank oh, yeah. you so much, Andrew, for taking the time to be with us, man. We really appreciate all the work you're doing. And um, I hope people who are listening to this are near you in your office can get into your office and see what you can do. So heck yeah. Awesome. Cool. Thank you so much for having me. We got to do this again. It's so much fun. Dude, I love that. I can't wait for all this quarantine to end so we can be together in person again. I know, right? Right? For sure. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Take care, buddy.